Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Now, Captain Hill, thanks for riding in this morning. Thank you, Tim. Uh, why? Why do you want to be the sheriff? Well, I've worked for Sheriff Barry for 20 years. I'm from Oconee County. My family has... Uh, lived in Oconee County for nearly nine generations now. Um, just want to continue the service that I've put into Oconee County and uh, want to continue to serve the county in the best possible way that I can. Uh, a bit about you personally. First of all, most important thing, I married 20 years and four children. How old are these kids? Uh, my oldest is 23 and my youngest is 15. I don't know how people, I, I, I say this all the time, we only had the one and logistically that was enough of a challenge. I don't know how you make four work. In addition to working obviously the job that you have, uh, military before that, an army veteran and as you say 20 years law enforcement experience, uh, an EMT and a firefighter as well and a graduate of the FBI Academy. Yes sir. Oh, that's the FBI National Academy. A lot, yes. of, a lot on the, a lot on the resume there. But again, that job of being sheriff. Uh, what do you envision? Now, go ahead and put you in the office. Give you the badge. What, what's going to be the first thing? Well, there. I mean, I'm not Scott Berry, so I mean, obviously there'll be a few changes. But uh, as far as my career in law enforcement, most of my career, almost all of my career, has been with Scott Berry as the sheriff. So a lot of the tutelage that I've uh, had with him and a lot of things that I've learned from him uh, will still stay in place. But um, the personality that I have is a little bit different than he is, uh, you know, just dealing with people on a regular basis and knowing people on a personal level, I believe, is something that I'm going to continue to do. And also just want to, um, you know, be the, be the guy that people call and ask questions of. Be, be open, be very transparent for people to be able to just ask anything and, and try to help them out. There is, and we've talked with Sheriff Barry about this over the years, others in, in positions of leadership, police chiefs and sheriffs. Uh, there is that, that two-pronged part of the job there. You, you're a cop first and foremost. On the other hand, uh, you get to be the sheriff. You're an administrator now. You're, you're managing an, an office in the case of a sheriff's office there. Uh, how, how effectively can you mesh those two parts of the job? I, I think it's pretty easy, you know, as far as the transition from being the patrol division commander at the sheriff's office over into the being on the administrative staff and having those daily interactions with the sheriff, you know, we, we spend a lot of time going over what we're doing, how we're doing it, what we can do to change it to make it better. Um, you know, the, the administrative side of it really is just, you know, just the next step for me, I think. And as far as going into that management level, trying to, I don't know, just build the build, continue to build the relationships that we have in the county and work with the people of the county. Talk about again, Oconee County Sheriff's Captain James Hill, candidate for sheriff. The election in May. Uh, how many folks? Uh, first of all, how many folks in the Oconee County Sheriff's Office now? How many folks is Scott Barry been responsible for? We we have uh, ninety six employees total. 
uh, and about 62 of those are sworn uh, as in their mandated uh, law enforcement officers. Okay, and as a commander, commander of a, a patrol shift, uh, how many folks does that entail? I have 31 under me. Okay. So myself and you know 31 others in the patrol division. Now this is a, a, a dangerous question because there is no typical day, but if there is one, I mean, what's it like? What What's a day like? So... Uh, well, the, just a typical day, I would normally have, you know, one shift work. So, of course, all those, the 30, the 31 people aren't working every day, at, you right. know, all the time. We cover 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we have 12-hour shifts. Uh, we run those 12-hour shifts with a with a supervisor, a uh, field training officer, and then, you know, a few deputies on the shift. And the, the, that normal day can range anywhere from serving civil papers from the courts to people, whether they're getting sued or, uh, you know, they've filed a suit or uh, either just running traffic out here on the roads, running calls of service. Uh, as you know, we, we answer a lot of shoplifting calls mm. at Walmart and Kohl's. Um, but, you know, the, that that's the typical day. We answer a lot of alarm calls uh, at the sheriff's office, but it's it's pretty quiet in Oconee County. And you we, know, I've always like heard that. this from law enforcement. Every cop I've ever known tells me this. My job is boring until it isn't. Well, that's generally the definition of law enforcement, 99% boredom and that 1% pure terror, yeah. uh, you know, and, and the 1%. For some people, it's, it's kind of why they do it. Uh, but, you know, it, it is it is pretty boring most of the time. Yes. Why do you do it? What, what got you into this in the first place? Well, growing up on a farm, you know, just, just having that service attitude, my family, you know, my, my grandfather and my dad, uh, pretty much everybody in my family were volunteer firefighters in the county and did some sort of community service, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, growing up in the church and having, you know, serving the church as well, I, I just have always been the one that wanted to serve my community. Um, as far as being in school, I was always the guy. That, it's kind of weird to think that I was always the guy that was breaking up the fights, not the guy that was really getting <laughs> in them, but um, looking after people and, and just having that service-minded that service -minded heart of wanting to be the, there for people. Um, that that's pretty much what got me into it. I started out, of course, as a volunteer firefighter uh, because of the legacy thing with the family. But law enforcement, you know, I got in and did a ride along a couple of times with a buddy. And uh, that kind of got me hooked in the law enforcement side of things because, well, you know, it, it's just one of those things that is really fun to do. Now, what came first, the Army or what you do in the Army? Did that have any bearing on this? Or Yes, sir. I, I would say that at that time I was probably a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. I was a paratrooper <laughs> in the Army. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so first time I ever flew in an airplane, I had to jump out of it. <laughs> uh, first time I ever flew in a helicopter, I had to jump out of it as oh, well. Wow. But the uh, coming home from that and, and getting back into it, I needed to you know have a job and being on the farm, the dairy farm, starting a small young family. Uh, needed needed to find a, a solid job that would provide insurance, of course, and all of that. So, um, you know, moved into those realms, trying to go into public safety of some sort because it's what I knew. It's what I felt like I was led to do. All right, again, uh, running for sheriff uh, in Oconee County, first time since the early 90s, an open seat there, Sheriff Barry retiring. Uh, Jimmy Williamson, likewise, will extend an invitation. I don't have subpoena power. I can't compel folks to come in, but we'll extend the invitation. We'll take the briefest uh, breaks now. Come back, uh, talk specifically about what Captain Hale would do uh, should he become Sheriff Hale. In studio with us now talking about his campaign to be sheriff in Oconee. 
Tawney County, the election in May. By way of an update, I know everything's turned over now to the National Transportation Safety Board, the FAA. Any, I suppose any new information we might get as to the cause, the nature of this crash likely to come from them? I, I'm assuming that they'll, in due time, they'll give us that information. Uh, being the first time we've worked with them on a crash site like this, uh, not really sure what to expect from them. Uh, they, they've pretty much concluded everything in the Oconee area as far as what they're doing here. Uh, all of the plane parts or whatnot were transported or removed from here and taken to their off-site location. I'm uh, not sure where that's at, actually. Um, so I'm assuming that they'll let us know. You know that, that, but that speaks to the point I'm making. I, I don't know what you were doing. I guess it was Monday afternoon when Tuesday. that plane crashed. Is it Monday, Tuesday, one day yes. last week, whatever it was. Not sure what you were doing, but but suddenly your day turns upside down and gets really different really quickly. Well, funny story is uh, for our wellness program at the county with the insurance, we have to do our annual physical. So I was actually at the doctor's office doing my <laughs> annual physical. And as I came out from the doctor's office, the sirens start coming by <laughs> and, and I listened to the radio got my radio turned on to where i could hear what was going on and and that's when they told us that they thought they had a plane crash noting your website uh, james hale and that's h-a-l-e james hale for sheriff.com uh your plan uh, first step here uh make sure that all the deputies get medical and fire safety training uh, what's the level of training now so right now, basic law enforcement officer, you, you go through, you know, 12 weeks of the police academy and, and you have pretty much the tools that you need to come back to work as a law enforcement officer for any agency. Um, going beyond that, you show up to, the, to a terrible wreck scene or a plane crash or uh, whatever you could show up to and be the first one there and have no medical training or or no fire training and you can either put yourself in danger by because you are who you are and the type a personalities that we have will run into a burning building mm. if somebody's in danger and not know what, not know what to get do there. that's yeah. exactly right uh and the one of the stories that i tell is uh as a young deputy showing up to a wreck scene being the first one there and you've got you know catastrophic wreck and pretty much nobody is alive in one vehicle and then only one person is alive in the other vehicle and that person's laying there and you know they're bad sick um, and not knowing what to do to help that person and and just have that feeling of helplessness that you have so that's what I wanted to do most people don't realize that law enforcement are generally your first first responders they show up to the scene uh, they they assess the situation and they call for more help uh, unfortunately, a lot of times in law enforcement, they can show up to the scene and other public safety entities like fire and EMS use us as the temperature of what, how bad the situation is mm -hmm. because a lot of times we'll walk into a situation not knowing what we're walking into and that'd be catastrophic for us as well. So trying to get that extra training for these guys and gals. Beyond the simple basics, I say simple and basic, but the CPR training that a lot of us have. That's, that's correct, yes, sir. Just beyond that, the, the medical responder program that we have with uh, Oconee County is, is great. We, we have an all-volunteer fire department. Uh, that training is being offered to our uh, deputies for free, practically, just because of you know them working in the county, and most of them live in the county as well, to where they can respond as first responders when they're not at work. But while they are at work, 
they can also be the first first responders to show up and have training to do work. And Captain James Hale, candidate for sheriff in Oconee County, continue to strengthen our relationship with local schools to keep our kids safe. Uh, thankfully, in Knockwood or whatever else you want to do to this point, uh, those school horrific school shootings and other acts of violence we see elsewhere, we, we've been spared that locally, and then that may be just a matter of being spared locally so far. Uh, how satisfied are you? You see the schools. You have kids in the schools. What's the level of safety now? What can be done to enhance it? Well, you can always enhance things, um, and, it's a, and it's, a, it's something that's going to evolve over the years continually, but I think in the last few years, we have seen uh, structural changes that have happened in the schools that have, that have made them more safe for, uh, for our kids, or less accessible, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, the, the, the systems, that, the security systems that we've, that we've put in the schools, Luckily, we have been involved in that uh, with the school system. We work hand-in-hand with them. They come to us for information. We give them information. They take that back. They work with the information we give them. They give us information, and we work with that as well. So there's a, there's a good back and forth between the school system and the sheriff's office as far as our relationship and the safety and concern of the kids is the utmost you know, responsibility of all of us. It's not just the school. It's not just the sheriff's office. So we're constantly bouncing those ideas back and off of each other off back and forth with each other to try to do the best we can with what we have. To yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know who's expert in this stuff, but I mean, it's the school's job to teach the kids. Uh, they're, they're not supposed to be security experts. I suppose some level of expertise might be expected from the sheriff's office. Correct. That's right. So we, we, we've, we've worked on getting our training built up. I've been to a lot of training. I've tried to bring that back and dispense that out to the rest of the deputies. Uh, we do a lot of training with the schools. I, I teach every teacher in the school system every year about active shooter and how to avoid it and how to deal with it if it does happen. Does the, and this is one of those things I should know. Does the Oconee County Sheriff's Office provide what we call resource officers in the schools? No, sir, we don't. Um, so the school system has the say over that. They can okay. decide whether they want those in their school system or not, and at this point they've chosen not to. Um, we support that to the level right now. I think if... if uh, we had resource officers in the schools currently, they would they would probably be bored. I mean, they wouldn't have a whole lot to <laughs> do because our call volume currently just doesn't. Now, I'm not going to say that in five years from now or 10 years from now that that won't be necessary, but that's something that's a constant conversation that we have with the school board, and, and we're constantly working on, hey, if we had to do this, how would we implement it? How would we go about doing those things? So that's that's, that's a constant conversation we have. Uh, another plank on the platform here, responsibly and respectfully spend taxpayer dollars. That circles back to what we were talking about earlier. You're not just a cop now. You're going to be an administrator. Right. So as far as responsibly spending the dollars, I think that, you know, there are things that you need and there are things that you want. Um, most of the time, sheriffs and, and board of commissioners, that's really all they argue over is, is whether it's a want or a need. <laughs> um, I think that for, for the most part in years past, working with our commissioners, working with the administrative uh, people at the courthouse, we, we, can, we generally get along pretty well when it comes to how to spend that, those dollars and, and how to spend them responsibly. All right, tell me I'm wrong here. I'm, I'm just trying to sit here and think and envision. If, if quote-unquote, money were no object, if, if the budget, and the budget's always, obviously, a, a, a brick wall that you're going to run into at some point, but but if there were, if the budget constraints were not what they are, what, what would you want? Would it be, in my mind, it would probably be more people. Is that what you would want? Yes, sir. I would say that in law enforcement in general, that's always 
is the the want is mm-hmm. uh, and and the need to a certain extent as well. I think that in the times we're in now, uh, working with the shift levels that I have currently, um, you know, it, it's in in any industry, somebody is always out. You know, somebody's mm-hmm. not going to be there. Someone's sick, or their kids need to go to the doctor's office, something like that, to where they're not going to be at work. So yes, or manpower is probably you know something that would be that we would ask for a lot more often. Um, but I think, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to justify, it, you know, up in those manpower numbers when the call volume, you know, is only mm. the biggest during a couple times of the day when we have, you know, first thing in the morning and in the afternoons, that's our biggest call volume times. And then that's generally when we have the most people at work. Uh, in terms of uh, staffing the jail, in terms of the, the, the features and facilities of the jail, I was in it a few years ago when it first opened. I've forgotten now how many years it was, but Sheriff Barry took me on a little tour down there. Uh, and, and that's been a few years now. What are the needs now at the jail? So, you know, technology, the day you put it in place, it's obsolete. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times we, we, we've done pretty good with our maintenance and, and upkeep of the cameras and the, and the electronics that are going on in the jail. The, it's, it's something that you just have to re- update every so often. Um, those, unfortunately, technology is also expensive. So, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to figure out the best way to get our biggest bang for our buck when it comes to, you know, the technology in the jail, whether it be the camera systems, whether it be the interlock systems that go through uh, opening and shutting the doors, it's, it's all a public safety um, thing. And, and we, we try to do really good with maintaining that facility. We have a couple of facilities, people that really help us out a lot. Uh, looking at that resume again, uh, Captain James Hale, 20 years in law enforcement, 22 years a volunteer firefighter, trained EMT, FBI National Academy graduate. I don't see anything in here about running for office before. You ever done this before? No, sir. This is the first go. What's the experience been like so far? Uh, it's, it's pretty hectic. I mean, it, it's it's a fast-paced world, and, and I'm trying to keep up with it. Uh, I, I feel good about it, honestly. I think I've been preparing for this for a long time. Uh, getting around in the community and seeing people is something that I really enjoy doing anyway. So now that I've been afforded the chance to take a leave of absence to uh, from work to just full camp full time campaign, I'm getting to do that a lot. So it's 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 kind of enjoyable for me. Yeah, I, I'm ready for it to be over with. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, it will be in just a few short weeks, uh, May 19th. Again, uh, Captain James Hill, the family good with all this? Yes, sir. I, I think they've also been preparing for it for a while. So <laughs> we, we've, we've been working together uh, trying to come up with the best way to do this for a good while now. What are you going to do for the next, uh, I don't know how many weeks, a couple of months? What are you going to do? Uh, full-time campaign. Uh, just going out and seeing people that I've known for a while, meeting new people that I haven't met yet, uh, trying to take that time to to spend some time. Uh, fortunately for us in Oconee County, there are a lot of people that live in Oconee County that don't know who I am. <laughs> um, the uh, Fortunately for them, they haven't had the need for our services from the sheriff's office. Yeah. So I think that's why a lot of people move here is because of the fact that, you know, it is a quiet and safe place cool. to live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.